second there, I legitimately forgot how to start the show. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jake. Happy 5th of July. 5th of July. How was your 4th? Um, I Is your first 4th? My first 4th? Yeah. In like a decade. Oh, I know. Normally I always work. <laughs> uh, last year I was down in Southern Oregon for the 4th. Oh, okay. Um, I had taken it off. But yeah, no, there was... Like, I'm always working on the 4th of July, yeah. so, like, it never was a thing for me. What about the day after? Do you work the day after, typically, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the always. worst. Mm-hmm. In trucking, I did the same thing, and I'd always have to wake up at, like, 4 a.m. the next day, and I couldn't sleep. Yeah. Because everyone's partying until mm-hmm. 2. And everybody's shooting off fireworks. Yeah. And, yeah. Did you do fire? Do you do fireworks? No. Do you fireworks. go and buy a bunch of fireworks? Hell no. Why this not? shit's so expensive. It's so expensive. And I only know that because I talked to people who did buy them. Mm-hmm. I it, I just that's not for me, dude. No, that's a no for me, dog. Yeah, I I'm I'm a big fan of. Uh, I mean, I don't mind fireworks. I think I think that they probably are a little overdone. For sure. Um, but they are cool. Okay. And I do like watching them. Right. Uh, but I'm more of the your city. If your city does. Uh-huh. Uh, does a like a fireworks fall event? Line, fall in line. Go, yep. go to go to that. Yeah, and uh, that's, oh, okay. that's your fireworks. I, I was thinking the same thing. I was literally just thinking that same thing. If the fort did something, mm-hmm. I've gone down there for that, and it's awesome, and it's epic, and it's huge, and it's more than more than you'll ever see in a neighborhood show, oh, no matter yeah. how much they spend on it. And it's way cheaper. It's like seven bucks to get in. Yeah. So if yeah, I agree with you. If if I had the opportunity to to do the fort this year. I totally would have done that, mm-hmm. but I didn't. And I, I, I would, I will never spend a dime on fireworks. No, even and like you know, I don't know if that's like. And a you bad have a kid who's who? like, and yeah. you, have, you have a kid who's like <laughs> firework age. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. But you live in a residential neighborhood. I mean, I saw your like there mm-hmm. were some people around. Oh yeah, lighting fireworks. It was so. it was it was pretty big down here, but oh, I won't do it. You know what? I wish I did though. Twice in the last weekend, I or you know last weekend, I wish I had my drone like charged and with me. Mm. But when we went to, we went camping this weekend. I wish I would have had my drone. Mm. Um, and then last night, I wish I would have had my drone like ready just to kind of hover up and just see like the skyline light up for with sure. fireworks. That would yeah. be cool. Were you, um, so you went to Lake Billy, Sh- Billy Chinook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of your spot. I love it. Was it super dry over there? No. That's good. In fact, <laughs> on the, so the first night we get there, we're all hanging out. We're just chilling. Uh, Jeff bailed and didn't go. Adam drove on Saturday, Saturday from Seattle and got there. But Jeff can't go. Anyways, don't get <laughs> me started on that. Anyways, so uh, yeah, we just hung out the first day. Then then was uh, was it Friday, Saturday, Saturday? We rented the, a boat all mm-hmm. together. They were renting a boat. I was like, I'm not paying that much money to rent a boat. Like, I'll just go swimming on the at the lake. Yeah. I don't need to go cruising on a boat. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's a blast. But I'm cheap. Yeah. And I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. So, we get there. And, like, people start bailing on the trip and didn't show up. And then, so now, the one person who's fronted all this money, Dimitri, is like, what the fuck? And I'm like, dude. dude that sucks. They hadn't paid him yet? No. And they were like, well, we're not paying you because we're not going. Dude, that sucks for Dimitri, but that's also like you gotta get your money beforehand. Right? 
but he wants to make sure it happens. Yeah, no, I've been I've been in that I've situation so yeah. many times, so I can't sit there and judge Dimitri. That just sucks. It, uh, dude, every that time sucks. on the man trip, mm-hmm. I'm like, really, dude? We counted on you to be here for your share. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just not going, dude. Well, then pay. Okay. Like, okay. then pay. I would. Yeah, I would too. If something came up and I couldn't go and I committed and I said, I'll pay you when we get there, mm-hmm. that's shady not to pay. Yeah. So all my friends that I've talked to, you, Dimitri, me, we are all individuals who say, I would pay. Mm-hmm. Well, clearly not everybody pays. No, most. <laughs> no, I think we are the minority. Right. Most people are flakes and they're cheap flakes. Yeah. So they were like, well, we're going on the boat today. And I was like, that's cool, man. Have fun. Like, we're just going to go down to the lake. You know, I bought a little wagon to like tow all our Mm -hmm. chairs and and, uh, coolers. Those are so useful. I wish I had one. Dude, I've been wishing I had one forever and I just did it. Mm -hmm. Underestimated. Every time Kylie and I go to like some like outdoor store, like we see them and we're like, oh, we should get one of those. You should. Just do it. Just take the hit. It's worth it. So they were like, they were like talking and they're like, Hey, you know, we were talking and like, we don't want to like leave you guys out. And I'm like, God damn it. No, we're not going. Mm-hmm. We're not going. No, you don't have to pay. I, I know you're, I know where you're going. No, we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, come on, we want us all to be together. And the others bailed. So like, just come ride with us. And I'm like, God damn it. Because I can't go and not pay something. I know. That's a tough <laughs> position. <laughs> You I know? would be even more mad at the people who didn't come for putting you in that awkward position. I am. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad that you are because you deserve to be. That's awful. So I'm like, all right. You know, Cheyenne's like, I've never been on a boat before. And I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what you say right now. <laughs> oh, this is not the time. Uh, okay. Well, I guess you're going today. So we did go out on the boat. Cool. Uh, Adam gets down there with his dog. And then, dude, Adam, Adam and I met for the first time in person. That's crazy. You, I didn't know that you guys hadn't met until yes. you and I were gaming the other night. Dude, you said that he's just as adorable in person. Really, he just he cracks me up, dude. He just cracks me up. He's fun. And his son is hilarious. He says he said oh, so. So he was running by Jen, and uh, he was like drinking a cup of milk, and or like going to get he was going to get a glass of milk, and Jen's like, "What's up? Where are you going?" And he's like, "I'm gonna go get some milk." And Jen goes, "Oh, leche," which is Spanish mm-hmm. for milk. And he goes, "No, milk, milk," and enunciated it because he thought she misunderstood him. <laughs> Dude, he's so funny. He's such a funny little kid. And I how old is he? Six. Okay. And I play Fortnite with Julian and Leo, which are mm-hmm. Adam's son and Dimitri's son. So I got to meet Julian and Adam for the first time in person, and it was it was kind of fun. Wait, you'd never met Dimitri's son before? No, Julian is Adam's son. I never oh, met Julian. I'd gotcha. met Leo before. Gotcha, but, gotcha, gotcha. So it was cool just getting to see them and meet them and hang out with them. Yeah, um, uh, yeah I knew Leo for some reason, though. I guess the way you phrase it in my mind, yeah, you, sorry. you met both of them for the first time. Yeah, that could have been confusing. Adam and Julian together okay. met for the first time. Gotcha. Uh, and it's weird, right? Because... It's almost like this show, like when Micah was like, dude, I feel like I know you and you know nothing about me because I listen to the show. Mm-hmm. Anyone who does, who we don't know personally, do know us mm-hmm. at some, to some extent. Yeah. More than we know them. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. Oh, yeah. And then like Adam, I do know Adam and Adam does know me, but now we're in person. Mm-hmm. And it was actually cool because we actually did spend some time like really ch- chat and get to know each other on a different level than yeah. like gaming like For sure. oh tell me about what you do and you know your career and how you got up to seattle and oh fuck her name mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> constantly yeah, yeah, yeah. interrupting mm-hmm. uh so that was fun but we get out on the boat 
Adam brought didn't bring his dog and then was like, what the fuck? I can bring my dog. So then he goes back to camp and gets his dog. And then we put the dog on the boat. And we're all chilling on the boat. We get out there. And then this is like, I just, I, I love, I, I hate it. I hate it. I'm not even pretend like I love it. I hate like when other people are in charge and they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> and, and that's not a knock on Dimitri, but he's just driving and driving. He's like, where should we go? But everybody's got an opinion on where we should go. So maybe it's not his fault that he doesn't know what he's doing. But everyone's like, we should go here. We should go here. We should go here. And I'm like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Just park the boat and we'll swim. Mm-hmm. You know, but everyone's like, well, what about this? And what about that? And we should go here. And so we drove further into the lake than I've ever driven. Um, it was actually pretty sick, though, because we turned like this corner in the lake and just straight ahead was Jefferson, Mount Jefferson. Mm. Beautiful shot, Jake. You would have died because the lake is just like right down it with mm-hmm. the high cliffs and then the mountains just sitting on top right mm. there. It was rad. It was a super cool. I should find one and send one to you. I didn't take one because. I try. It sucks because I want to take less pictures in these moments and at these yeah. times because everyone's on their fucking phone. Everyone. And I'm like, just take a moment. Just I don't think anybody actually watches fireworks. Yes. With their own eyes anymore. It's through a cell phone yes. screen and I stuff hate like it. that. Yeah. So I'm. I'm. I do. I have my phone out less at these kind of things. Like when Dimitri was like. Shane, you want to drive the boat? I had to get a picture of that, right? For so sure. he let her drive, and so I was taking a picture of that, but. Otherwise, like I'm just sitting there kind of in awe looking at the mountain. Like, mm-hmm. Just take it in, man, and feel the, the air on my face. And I was like, it was everything I needed, Jake. That's uh, awesome. All that like sadness. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm out there and I'm camping in the sun in the high desert, mm-hmm. I feel good, dude. Good. I feel good. Um, well, you need to come out with me more. You go to the freaking cold ass mountain. Not all the time. It's not cold right now. I can't walk, Jake. Well. We don't have to go to any place where you have to walk. If you're going to go somewhere and sit, I'll do that. Okay. <laughs> that's all I've been doing lately. Really? Well, because Kylie can't walk. Oh, that's true. We're both we're both just unwalkables. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it, my knee was brutal. It was brutal this weekend because I did a lot. Yeah, you know, I can imagine. Loading the car, unloading the car, setting up camp. And, you know, I did ice as much as I could. But, yeah. um, so, we, we parked the boat and we were swimming and hanging out and playing with the tubes and it was you know there dimitri got a a, a pontoon boat with a slide off the back so mm. that was kind of fun i didn't i didn't do it but you know jumping off the edge of the boat i just i'm a fish i love swimming For so sure. then i'm like going swimming around exploring and the clouds come in mm. it starts raining no yes, really yes what are the odds <laughs> so it's like raining so we're like heading back we're chasing the sun and the clouds are like hot like hot on our trail yeah and yeah. everybody's like f this we're only in the boat for like two hours at this point mm-hmm. we had it for like eight and the next day so everyone's like dude if it's gonna be raining like screw this and it's supposed to be worse tomorrow so not only did everybody like those who did pay only paid for like two hours <laughs> it just rained on everybody so as soon as we like parked the boat we're at the dock and this lady next to us was like are you guys getting are you guys done and we're like i mean it's raining she's like i'm gonna wait it out and we're like go for it lady 20 minutes later someone's back out <laughs> Dude, it was awesome. That sounds about what would happen to Dimitri. Dude, it yeah. was awesome. It was awesome. It, and, oh. it just sounds like uh, this this poor trip. Yeah, for Dimitri. Yes, he probably left very defeated. There is a bright. There is a silver lining to this whole trip. Mm. Jen, for the longest time, could not stand Dimitri. Mm, I'm aware of this. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he's aware of it. <laughs> but. They, uh, 
You know, I texted him this morning and I said, I don't know what you did to my wife, but she likes you now. <laughs> well, well, that's good. Yeah, they had they had some like time to like get to know each other mm. and um, just, you know, he he was really great with Cheyenne. Like when the kids were like, we want to go play or we want the camp was doing like root beer floats. He took the kids to go do that. Like mm. so, you know, and just he sat down and talked to us about Cheyenne and like. You know, some things he noticed and like we were just talking about, you know, the struggles, the highs and the lows and like genuinely like really invested. Good. There was additional things, right, mm-hmm. that I'm not going to talk yeah, about on air. But sure. um, him and Jen had a really good conversation. And she's like, you know, I see him differently now. And I'm like, Pfft. I mean, I've always seen that, but it's like it takes he, he doesn't really show it much like that. He can mm-hmm. be. He is a really sweet guy, um, but he does. He's a military freaking ape. He mm-hmm. likes to roast and talk shit and like seeing him around his high school buddies, two of his high school buddies. Oh, man, that was interesting. Just a uh, just a constant banter between them. Constant like it's like very surface level like constant banter i mean i guess they know each other like mm-hmm. for years right yeah but when they get around each other it's like constantly poking and trying to one up and i'm like don't even try to bring that over here i will i will make you cry oh <laughs> 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 uh, there was one the one in sense where dimitri was asking his buddy he's like dude Drive me, drive me, uh, drive me to the liquor store. Let's go get some liquor. And he's like, "I'm not driving you, dude, unless you're gonna give me gas money." He's driving this big rig, and I go, "You should get a Prius, dude." And he's like, "What? Fuck that!" I go, "Well, you clearly can't afford gas money." <laughs> <laughs> that's that is I that probably cuts so deep. Oh yeah, that's why I say it. That's amazing. And then he's like, "Dimitri, I'm not taking you." And I just look at Dimitri and I go, "I'll give you a ride, dude. You want to go get some booze?" And he's like. Seriously, I go. If you want to go, I'll take you. And then his buddy goes, "Well, I'm going to come." Then I said, "Not without giving me gas money." <laughs> <laughs> we didn't go, but mm-hmm. that's that's funny. Yeah, oh yeah, that's, that's I'll well, get you. That's well played. I'll get you. I'm, well played. They're playing checkers, dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was fun though. I mean, just like, and then guess what? The next day was beautiful out. Good. So did you take the boat out? No, the second day. No, no. we got our money back. He got his money back. Oh, he and, did get his money yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, he did get. So they, he was like, "Can I get my money back for tomorrow?" And they were like, "Not unless somebody books it." Well, it's Fourth of July weekend. Everybody's gonna yeah. book it if it's available. It's getting so, booked, so we just went to the lake and went swimming, and then that's where I got burnt, um, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then Adam and I just hung out on our floaties and shot the shit for cool. a little bit, and um, yeah, I mean we. Just hung around. I just like. I just love it. I just love it so mm-hmm. much. I just love camping. It's the greatest. Um, but that this started with me asking about your fourth. Why are we talking about me? Because you had a much more eventful fourth. I mean, I guess you went camping. You went somewhere. I yeah. didn't go. I didn't go anywhere the whole weekend. The whole weekend. I slept. I mean, that's um, pretty nice. I was up at seven thirty every morning. Seven, six, seven every morning. Yeah, but I was going to bed at like eleven for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I don't know why. I just was like, everybody was out of town. I tried to set up a hike, but mm. Matt and Matt and Keenan were both, were both busy. Um, you were out of town. Yeah. So I was just like, and Kylie and I are kind of like with the pregnancy kind of limited where we're like, yeah. where we can go. So what it was a just, downer. <laughs> I know Kylie's such a downer. Yeah. No, Hold it was back, dude. No, it was Ball just, and chain. no, I mean, I, I could have gone and done something. For sure. It's not, I'm not putting that on anybody else. I just, I didn't have the motivation to really go anywhere. Later. So, <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I left her last weekend to go up to Seattle 
And so mm, it's just like, mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. want to be gone for too long just in case she goes into labor. Oh, God. And so, be in Seattle or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So it's just like just trying to kind of stay around sure. the house. Um, my, Did you go to your mom's dad's or mom's parents or whatever? Um, let's see. What did I do? You were somewhere. Uh, you so, brought your dog somewhere. Yeah. Well, it's okay. So my, yesterday was the fourth. Yeah. My family, my extended mom's side of the family, the West B side, that's my mom's. Yeah. That's my mom's maiden name. Uh, they have always, as far as through growing up, we've my they've always had an extended Fourth of July party. Mm. And um, since my grandparents sold, like they used to have, like my grandparents had a pool, like a a big big house with a pool, mm-hmm. and that's where everybody would gather for the Fourth of July. Well, since they sold that, it transferred to his youngest brother, mm. who has a pool, okay, <laughs> and like a bigger yard and stuff like that, and. Since I've been of working age, I could never make it because yeah. I was always working on the fourth. So finally, I have a job where I'm off on the fourth, so I could actually go to this. And you did, and yeah, so that was cool. But it was a pretty low turnout because we didn't do it the last couple of years because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, it just there was hardly any. Was there, there fireworks? It was did they buy fireworks? No, because I mean we left at like four o'clock. Four, oh, okay, 4:30. you had the dogs. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we wanted to get home to the. We wanted to get home to the dogs yeah. before the fireworks really started. Mm-hmm. Tucker and Bo, thankfully, well Tucker because of guns, oh, he just like looks yeah. up in the air excited like he's like looking for a duck. looking for a duck or a bird. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Bo just not really sure what goes through his brain <laughs> if he even notices it because yeah. he's just so like bouncy yeah all the time yeah. that i just he doesn't neither of the dogs get particularly mm, good. scared that's good which is nice um a lot of people don't have that luxury no um so then we went i was like oh hey like um i don't know why i thought the gorge wouldn't be packed with people because the one time i went to the gorge on fourth of july it was like two o'clock in the morning uh, and i went to bridge of the gods and it wasn't packed. and it wasn't packed yeah because it's one it was the, the first covid that's summer when you took that picture yeah it was the first covid summer and it was, um, I don't know, after midnight, mm-hmm. so there wasn't any, there wasn't anybody around. So yeah. It's like, oh, let's go to Cascade Locks and hang out there. Well, Cascade Locks had a massive, like show? Fourth of July, fireworks Event? show. Okay. And when we showed up, there wasn't a single place to park in the entire Cascade Locks. Wow. It was packed. That whole island was just filled with people. Uh, so we just That's turned around. Cool. We just turned around and we went to. Um, just went to park at Wakalela Falls. Mm-hmm. Well, first we stopped at Multnomah Falls because there was hardly any cars in the parking lot. And there's never a ch- time to actually go to Multnomah Falls anymore without it being just slammed packed. Yeah. So we stopped there for about 15, 20 minutes. Um, then we went to Wakalela Falls on the back, which mm. is like you went there with That's mm-hmm. the one that you went yeah. with us. And we didn't walk all the way to the falls. We just walked... Um, a little ways up and then hung out on the creek at the okay. creek and I was taking some photos and there wasn't anybody there except for some random people said there's like one random and this is I texted you about like the story that I wanted to get your opinion oh, on yes okay so I need I don't know if I was in the right to like be pissed at these oh, people this is a social story I love yes these. or if this was a situation where like I we were in Kylie and I were in the wrong mm. Or maybe I guess maybe it's a bit of both. Maybe there's a spectrum. Um, <laughs> there always is for everything now. <laughs> the uh, so we get there and it's like little. It's like a little after eight, and there's only three cars in the parking lot, and there's a random like there's like one 
picnic table. And there's like a bunch of people set up at that one picnic table, which okay. is kind of random. At because the entrance? At the entrance. Okay. Because it's not... Wakala Falls isn't like a park. Right. It's a trailhead. Yeah. But there is one picnic table. And it must have been these people like came super last second to try to find some place in the gorge to have a picnic okay. for 4th of July and then couldn't find anything because the gorge was just yeah. super packed. It just settled there. Um, and just ended up settling there because they weren't hiking or anything. They weren't in hiking clothes <laughs> oh, or anything. Jesus. They just literally set up at this one place. So okay. Kyle and I walked by. How many the, people? Seven or eight, oh, maybe. Oh, Okay. So, I mean, they were taking up the whole section and spilling onto the trailhead. Oh. So Kyle and I kept, we always keep the dogs on the leash until we get onto the trail. Yeah. And uh, the dogs do a really good job of staying by us. We call them back if they just, if there's people coming by and we leash them. Sure. Try to be as, as thoughtful as possible. Well, it got, we started heading back after dark, like it was dark Mm -hmm. and we didn't see, nobody had walked past us on the trail. We didn't see anybody else. I could see the it was you know it wasn't completely dark but it was definitely like twilight and i could see when we were approaching the the parking lot i could see that there wasn't any cars left in the parking lot okay but the picnic table is kind of a little like just on the other side of this little dog leg yeah. i couldn't see it from where i was okay and that would be on our right and on our left all of a sudden i hear a bunch of bushes rustling and the dogs bark and take like a couple steps forward uh-huh. into the bushes. And then this person just starts screaming. And this guy's like, get your fucking dogs away from me. <laughs> and like the girl is like screaming. And the dog's like, they only barked once. They didn't growl. Yeah. And they didn't like, they didn't charge the people. They just like barked because it startled them because yeah. it's fucking dark. And there's like people rummaging in the bushes. Okay. Like on the side of the trail. How many people in the bushes? Two. Okay. And what are uh, they doing? That was a guy and a girl. So <laughs> what does that mean? I, I don't know what they were doing. Two but guys then, can't go in a bush together. <laughs> <laughs> we Well, I, th- I don't. They were probably dumping shit in the creek or whatever. Like yeah, like toxic waste. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Captain Planet for sure. And then so they were coming. Then they like get your fucking. Dogs. They were like, "Why isn't your dogs on a fucking leash?" And it just kept getting more and more pissed. And Kyle's like, "I'm so sorry." Like. I, and I didn't apologize. I, I wouldn't call, have. I would have said I called to them, defend us against bush terrorists. Yeah, I called them. I called <laughs> the dogs away, and of course, like Bo didn't even go up to him. Right. Tucker was the only one that went up to him. Okay. Bo just kept trotting down the the pathway. Mm-hmm. Tucker, they both barked. Tucker went into the bush. Bo just kept trotting. Yeah. And they're just like screaming at us the whole time, and then talking shit the entire time. At that trailhead. Yeah. Okay. As we walk, as we get to our cars. Uh huh. They're just still talking Ooh, shit. Oh, that's a little scary. And um, and because and then as we come into the, and we can see the picnic table, there was one car left, and they had pulled it up onto the grass, were next to the and we're loading shit into their car, so they were just packing up. Okay. But I couldn't like I couldn't see anybody. Right. It's dark. Yeah. And the dogs get startled by something in the bushes. Sure. They bark, and these people are like talking that much shit. I mean, like, was it a lot of shit? Yeah. Oh, they were dang. like big douchebags about oh, it, okay. and it wasn't like. I mean, I get the initial being scared, startled. Right. right. Like you don't know what it's. It's kind of dark. You don't know what's. You just hear a like a bark, and you don't know what's coming at you. Yeah, you don't know. But what once, it is. once you realize the situation, and Tucker's just standing there wiggling. He's not. He's wagging his tail and like. Just yeah. standing there, he's not attacking, and they're still like screaming at us. 
I'm just like, I'm, I'm just like, why wasn't they on? Like, get your fucking dogs on leash. Why aren't they on a leash? It's like, well, it's 930 and there's nobody else around. Did you say that? No, I Plus. just I just kept walking. <laughs> like I'm not gonna like severely outnumbered with my For pregnant sure. wife. For I'm not sure. going to get myself. I'm not gonna try to. I'm not gonna do anything to try have. to escalate the situation. I would have. I didn't have my gun with me, so I wasn't <laughs> wasn't trying to do that. Uh, what are the rules? Well, I mean, technically, you're. I mean, yes, it's a, it's a dog you're only. In the wrong. It's a dog you're only in trail. The wrong. I don't think so. <laughs> you're in the wrong. You're the most law-abiding citizen I know, Jacob. Nobody puts their dogs on a leash. Okay, on so those trails. Is the are, is it a social rule, or is it a law? Well, I mean, it's posted dogs aren't dogs on leash. <laughs> but I mean, come on, man. Uh, yeah. I mean, I get being I get being startled. I'm I'm with you. I'm just giving you. Shit. I get I get being startled. Yeah, and I get being like, hey, like. You don't okay. You don't like dogs. You don't want Tucker just standing there next to you. Fine, whatever. Like we're, you can be like, hey, can you get your dogs? Can you call your dog? Yeah. But then leave it at that. Yeah. To continue to jaw and like the girl just kept screaming, like really, like super dramatically, like standing <sighs> on top of a rock screaming. <laughs> and Bo's not even near her, and Tucker's just standing, not near her, like screaming, standing, screaming. She's like. <laughs> Just still screaming, oh, into it's that just is amazing. It's just a, it's just Tucker, big floof, just yeah. sitting there doing his happy wiggle, yeah, waving, wagging his tail, and I'm like, and she, and Tucker didn't go near her. Mm-hmm. He's standing about five feet away from the guy, which is probably fifteen feet or more from her, they and she's on a rock, deflecting, deflecting, attention. Oh, probably for whatever you know. Mm-hmm shenanigans are happening on in the bush immediately deflecting as you're in the wrong don't even consider anything we might have just been doing whether it's ridding of toxic waste or slaying it you worry about your dog bitch yeah i guarantee that's what it was they're overcompensating overexerting so that you're not even thinking now about what the fuck were they doing in the bush yeah How, what kind of bush are we talking here i mean it was it, it's <laughs> it's all shrub it's all like trees and yeah. I mean, how far into the bush are they? I mean, they were probably down by the water and coming back up from the water. Okay. So my guess is that they were having a picnic there and they were just dumping a bunch of shit into Mm. the water. Okay. Just as they're cleaning up, like taking their coolers and dumping like the ice into the water or Mm. whatever. I mean, people are just dramatic, dude. I didn't feel like I was that in the wrong. Like normally, I don't think so. I mean, yes, technically, should they have been leashed? Yes. Yes. But <laughs> nobody's having their dogs leashed. Okay, but if situation. your dog bites somebody, then I would be in the wrong. Yeah, because they were on the deep leash. Shit. I am. Yeah, yeah. I've watched Judge Judy dude a lot. She's got a lot of life lessons. I bet she does. <laughs> Judge Judy is very wise. We watch it with Cheyenne, and we just look at her like, mm, "Heard that? You hear that?" Mm-hmm. So we always say what Judge Judy always says is, uh, "If it doesn't make sense, it's probably not true." so okay dang yeah i mean i don't think i don't i think you're it isn't as you know there clean we are. cut of a of a case here that yeah. we're working with all right it's Judge a, Chef. i'm just saying like last week was roe v wade today it's dogs on leashes <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i mean thankfully your dogs are you know 
big floofs and they're mm-hmm. happy. But also, just because uh, I always think through a lens of trauma, we don't know if there is trauma with those people and dogs. Sure. I'm not saying there was I- any reason <laughs> for them to not be scared okay. or to initially react that way yeah. and then to act ask us to get away from Did the dog. Did you leash them after yes. that? Okay. Yeah. It's okay. like the second we had the You're opportunity in control. The second we had the opportunity to like to leash them, we did. But there was still the reaction. Yes, they were oh, still John. God, while they you're were, leashed and walking yeah, away, yeah, they were still John at us. I think they're either, like I said, overexerting so that you don't think about or question them, mm-hmm. or they're just asshole Karens. I'm guessing just asshole Karens. Yeah. So what'd you do after that? Cry? Well, you know me. Like anytime <laughs> people get, I just overthink you about it. The I just whole time. overthink about it the entire <laughs> driveway home. Yep. <laughs> I'm just like, like getting more and more frustrated about it For in sure. my head. Oh yeah. I should have done this. I should have thought that. I should have said this. Oh yeah. It, or just kind of feeling bad like the whole mm. I'm so I'm so conditioned when people are upset and animated and yelling yeah. just to kind of like like drop from, to the from my own past trauma to kind of like yeah. Punch up. Yeah. yeah, so turtle up. And, what is it on a uh, arrested development where he's like Anytime he's like being thrown a ball to catch, he just turns and drops on the ground. <laughs> uh, for sure. Which is, I mean, yeah, fuck that guy. He doesn't know about your trauma. You just, he just triggered you mm-hmm. by yelling at you. Yeah. Now you guys are just two triggered dudes. Yeah. And it didn't have to be that way. Yeah. It all could have been avoided if you leashed your dog. I just, yeah, right. <laughs> I just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Yeah. Um. Just. That guy could also have the, 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 the I don't know, the thinking like it's 930. Awareness. At, it's yeah. 930 at night. I'm That's coming. I'm coming out of the bushes. I startled. I startled the dogs. Yeah. And it's not the yes. Like it's scary, but it's not also like not entirely these people's fault. I mean, either. it would have been terrifying for me if it was dark out and I'm walking back and someone jumps out of the bushes. I'm. I'm not wanting to turn my back on them. That's scary, dude. Mm-hmm. I think I'm afraid of the dark a little bit. I mean, and that's why the dogs. That's why the dogs. Yeah. Reacted, but they didn't. Char- I mean, our dogs have charged before. Mm-hmm. Like I've witnessed that, and that can be scary. But this situation, all they did literally was one mm-hmm. bar, one yeah. bark, and then that was it. Okay. And Tucker went near, and like Tucker went up to them. It wasn't like a full on like Tucker when he wants to get pissy. Yeah, he can get. He's a big dog. Yeah, like yeah, he's a yeah. hundred plus pound golden. And even though he's a golden retriever who looks ridiculous most of the time. Yeah, when he wants to get mean, he can, he can. really puff up. And he will. Yeah, um, or intimidating, right? And if he had done that, I would have been completely like, "Yeah, man, sorry, so sorry." It's like our bad. But yeah. the fact that Tucker just went. Oof, once and then like <laughs> trotted over yeah it was just like come on man like oh, my dogs are getting all vicious um so what'd you do after that so let's officially just say let it go have you let it go no you got to why am i why do you think i'm talking about it right now <laughs> My therapy, my I didn't have therapy yesterday because of the Fourth of July. So this is my this is my therapy session. We're working through this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, th- it's it's there's nothing you can do about it now. 
which is not a, a solution or a way to work through it. But you know, it just stop feeling that way. <laughs> I'll try. Uh, no, I get it. I totally knew where you were going as far as like it continuing, like just to like it's like that high pitched sound after mm-hmm. a concert. It's just there, and you're like, God damn it. I should have done this or I should have done that. Why is he such a dick? Why did he even consider that he was in the bush at nine o'clock at night? That was my one of my first thoughts. For sure. Yeah. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's fucking weird. What are you doing? On the fourth of July. Yeah. But also, what are you doing on Fourth of July? So what'd you do after that? Just went home. Oh, okay. No firework watching at all. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. No, I I'm I'm a I can't I would never presume to tell people what they can and can't do with their fourth of July. But I I actually really don't like fireworks. Okay. Just because of the the destruction the destruction they cause yeah. the tr- like the trauma they have on animals and people and people yeah with PTSD oh, yeah. and it's just like why why yeah. just put them in like a controlled environment like the the cities do mm-hmm. whether it's the fort Cascade Locks Hood River had their own mm-hmm. like. Those are controlled environments by professionals. They're during a certain set of like they're in they're confined to a certain area in a certain set of time instead of just like and there's safety precautions. Yeah, and they're just like nonstop. Yeah, for hours, mm-hmm. like out in the like out in Ridgefield, they were just going all night last night. When that night, that fourth, when Dexter died, we were out like in between Salmon Creek and Battleground, mm. and next to this family that's pretty prominent in vancouver as far as like a business family right so they spent a shit ton of money so did the bentons so they're just do, 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 non-stop and that killed my dog essentially mm-hmm. right so yeah it's obnoxious like uh, up here on the corner of the street they they were shooting them off and they they had like a whole table full of fireworks a whole table thousands of dollars had to have been and at one point they were going off and i was just like this sounds like a freaking war zone dude Mm -hmm. it's just so loud and so powerful and um just one cool story i thought it was cool but it's 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 perception it's changing perception i know what this individual was doing by doing this Mm. and i i see it i i don't know how i mean i will talk about it you tell me what you think about it so cop pulls up to the court to the end of my street and is facing this house with all these fireworks and i'm like oh dude they're in deep shit so then he turns on his hazard yellows or his, his caution yellows pulls up to the angle of the street almost to like block off our street which i thought was strange mm. um and the fireworks stop for a minute while the cop's sitting there and then all of a sudden just the ma- most massive fireworks start going off and i'm like I guess fuck the police, dude. Like, they're just going for it. And I see a guy come over, and he, like, is talking to the cop. And then I hear him go, all right, you have a good night, too, and walks away. And I'm like, oh, that's strange. So, you know, we're all sitting out here in our driveway. My neighbor bought a bunch of fireworks. I'm not buying that shit. And I was just like, hey, we're going to be home on the 4th. What do you guys got going on? And they're like, well, I'm going to buy some fireworks and line them off out front. I'm like, are you cool with if we just sit with you guys and hang out and just visit? And he's like, yeah, sure. So that's all we did. Um and so they're lighting off all their fireworks and the cop just starts playing proud to be an American over his like speaker on his car. The as, cop did? Yes. As they're lighting fireworks off like crazy. He just like he must have been holding them the speaker to his phone and was just jamming it. That's gross. Why is that gross? That's gross. Okay, so why is it gross? Because he's supposed to be enforcing that. Enforcing what? 
Are you guys county or is a city? It's city, I think. Yeah, it's no. Was he was he city of Vancouver oh, or was yeah. he Car County Sheriff? The city of Vancouver. Well, he's supposed to be enforcing that. I mean, and they enforcing what? Patriotism? Because that's what I heard. Enforcing a firework ban. I mean, he didn't because well, he's proud to be an American. Well, yeah, that's gross. He's choosing. Why is that gross? Because you're it, fucking walking around with your dogs not on leash. Because how many how many other <laughs> petty crimes has he probably harassed people over? Okay. He's picking and choosing what he wants to enforce, like what he wants to enforce. Okay. They said they weren't going to answer any calls, but he's sitting there. He's sitting there watching a crime, yeah, and he's he deciding is. to not only let it happen, but he's participating but in it. But what about the because because of okay, his yeah, version of because his brain. version of patriotism? Uh-huh. What is patriotism? Right? Mm-hmm. Is it is it our laws? Is it our way of life? No, it's fireworks what is on it? the Fourth of July, Independence nah. Day. F that guy. I think I have to disagree. Really? Okay. Yeah. You're w- welcome to disagree. <laughs> You're welcome to your wrong opinion. But I'm like, I'm, that's not wrong. <laughs> I'm thinking about perception. Because all those people, yeah. I wasn't going to bring it up, are people of color. So, n- of course, they're brown. So I can say, I can talk on this. Sure. <laughs> so I just don't want anyone to be like, what the fuck's this white boy think he's saying? Uh, excuse you. Um, so there's, uh, there is a, a little... I made jokes all night. Like, uh, Cheyenne said, Dad, are you going to light fireworks off? I said, fuck that. ICE is on patrol. Um, but there is that fear, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you're you a Hispanic man. You're lighting off fireworks. The cops come down, and you're just like, fuck. You pucker a little bit, and you're like, I'm going to get a, such a big ticket. And instead, he's like, nah, you're good. Like, here's a little tunes for your rocket show. That changes a perception and a relationship with the police. Ah, mm. uh, I still... Says you, white boy. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I feel like I would be pretty wrong if I said, well, because there are people of color, I'm cool with it. <laughs> but you're thinking it. No. No, I'm just kidding. I, 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 I don't, ag- I don't so, agree. So, so if you got ticketed with your dogs off the leash that night. Would totally accept my punishment. But what if he saw you with your dogs off your leash and just let you go? I mean... Huh? Yeah. I mean, then I would. I mean, then I would be like, well, he didn't ticket me. That's his discretion. I would so be that's fine. His dis- oh, shit. I would be fine okay. if he chose to. If he chose to ticket me, I would be like, that's what I get. Okay. It'd be the same thing as I. I have not paid for a uh, U.S. Forest Pass, and I've hiked for years in Oregon. Mm-hmm. And I've never gotten ticketed for not Any paying warnings? to park. Not a single warning. And if I got ticketed, I would be like, well, that's what I get for breaking the law. Okay. If those people got ticketed, that's what they get for breaking the law. But they didn't. And, and, you ha- you take and, that, and that's that. his and that's his discretion. But I disagree with his discretion, especially if he wanted to just turn a blind eye to it and drive away. Yeah, that's one thing. He made it even particularly worse by okay. standing there and playing patriotic music for and sure. participating but in it. Also, as a person of authority and direct connection to safety services, maybe he was being an, an element of safety there. And protecting the community. I'm. I don't know. I. I just. Maybe. <laughs> may, I mean. Maybe in his mind that was his rationale. We won't. We can't. I can't. Uh, yeah. I can I only. I can right. only presume what his mindset mm-hmm. was. But all I know is like he should have. I mean, it's his. He is. He is. It's his job to enforce. Okay. Enforce that. Right. He chose not to. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I disagree with his decision not to. He should have, and he should have, he should have 
enforced it, in mm-hmm. my opinion. But he didn't. And that's... Is it? Does it make a difference to you because it's fireworks? I mean, clearly there's a difference here. If we're talking about dog leash laws or if you're true, I mean, if, if you're for law and order, then like, I don't know. Like, I I feel like. What about jaywalking? I have been harassed by an officer Me too. for jaywalking. Me too. Me too. So I, and I and I was frustrated at first, and then I stopped and realized there's a reason why he's doing that. Yeah. And that's because I'm crossing a busy road and I'm I'm in danger to myself. For sure. So I needed to stop and be like, yeah. Did okay. you get a ticket? I did not. But you got a talking to. Yes. Maybe he gave him a talking to. It didn't sure didn't sound like it. He sat there with his phone playing. <laughs> Proud to be an American. God. <laughs> Look, just... there was a lot of cops who turned the blind who turned a blind eye to a lot of different stuff. For sure. And that's their and that's their discretion that we give that's inherent in the job of policing. Right. The the discretion of the off like officers aren't robots. There's a lot of discretion that mm-hmm. goes into it. If he had chosen to drive away, that was his discretion. But to sit I don't know, to sit there it's and the be playing being a part of it. That being a part you. of it that bothered me because yeah. you're supposed to be upholding in the law. And if you choose not if you feel like in your discretion at that point, enforcing the law had a negative Yes. Had a negative okay. like had a negative net benefit to the society in which you're policing. We can we can agree to disagree. I think that's I where his ag- choice came from. I can agree to disagree with that cop. Yes. But this but this drive away. Yeah, because you are still the level of a th- you're still the face of authority for law and order, okay. especially in the city of Vancouver, and you're supposed to be enforcing that, and you're choosing not to based on your discretion. But it should appear as if I don't know, just the appearance of it to me. I just I don't like it. I don't I don't I don't like it. I don't like his decision. But okay, who, who am I? Like, I mean, nobody. that's the whole point of this is to have this conversation. So I think about the negative. The negative um, the views that people have on police these days, especially, mm-hmm. right? So I'm, I'm going to kind of make two different arguments that are okay. opposing arguments, right? Sure. So again, I think that what you're talking about is his own discretion of like, you know, maybe here's a point where I can kind of go against these. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Stereotypes. Stereotypes and opinions, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to not bust them. Right, they see I'm here, but I'm just gonna. I might. The, everything looks like they're being safe. I'm just gonna drive away. Mm-hmm. Removing the part about participation, I think the participation is a, an over like look. I'm not. We're not as bad as you always think. I don't know if that's his thought, but that's how it came off to me. Mm-hmm. Of like, oh shit, here's a cop. He's gonna bust them. Oh, he's not busting them. Then he made that move, and it was like, you're good. Which I feel like was a message to everybody else. Because there was us. There was a family across the street. It wasn't just that party. It was Mm -hmm. multiple parties looking at this situation. But on the flip side, to kind of what you... A little bit on what you touched on was their discretion. We shit on cops all the time for making the wrong decisions based on their discretions. Mm -hmm. So, I think in your... To support what you're saying is... They're not robots. They make those discretions. That's why we have humans doing this job, right? But also, like, we need to hold them accountable to do their job, which is enforce the law. Because when they don't do it in a way that is socially unacceptable or murdering people of color, then we want to shit on them instantly. So I could see how, like, almost re- almost 
ticketing them and enforcing them shows that reinforcement of still abiding by their oath to the law. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 compl- I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it's, I mean, I don't, good, I mean, good for, good for the family for not having to pay a ticket and not having it to pay a fine. A fine. Yeah, and being able, <laughs> and being able to continue to celebrate the fourth in the way that they wanted to celebrate yeah. the fourth. But, um, I just maybe maybe I am biased towards I mean against fireworks. Yeah, like I just I hate them. I I, I do hate too. I, they killed my dog, dude. I hate the fucking Fourth of July. <laughs> it's my least favorite holiday, dude. Yeah. Um. So I'm there with you, but I'm trying to think of the action. And you're making a judgment on the action too. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to say that you aren't, uh, which is kind of a fun exercise, right? But yeah. I mean, it, it, safety and fireworks and and trauma also play into the way that i'm looking at it right even sure. being out there i'm just like oh fuck yeah. and i'm worried about my dogs and harrison's actually he was he doesn't like it but he he does pretty well he's getting old though you yeah. know um i mean we we want we it's like we want it both ways with cops mm-hmm. that's what i was and, getting at and it's yes. just yeah i mean that's exactly yeah. what we're getting at and i was thinking of the drug problem um and obviously different Different institutions, different cultures between city of Vancouver, police department, and city of Portland. Yeah. It's very different problems. Oh, yeah. Um, but, like, we want we want all of these different crimes to be better enforced. Mm-hmm. But we want to, like, pick and choose exactly. what's enforced. Let and me get like, away with the fireworks. Yeah. It's the 4th of July. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. And you're going to jam music to it and then and then it's like so you want cops to have discretion but then what but then you want to get mad at them and crack down on them for using discretion like but i know yes, i'm just yes, repeating what exactly like, yeah i'm just repeating exactly what you're saying but i think you're saying it better than i'm I, saying i don't it. think so <laughs> i it just took me a second to yes. piece it all together in my head yeah um, that's what i mean though yeah i yeah that's better that's what that's better said than what i was saying so good job that's why we do this for sure. We always get to say it, say what we mean. Yeah. And if we don't, that's where the other <laughs> steps in. Uh, okay. Fourth of July. It was fun though, right? Chill? Yeah. Chill? It was, it was relaxing. It was, a nice three, it was a nice three-day weekend. Yeah. yeah. I did work today. You did not. I did not. I'm chilling. I watched Stranger Things. Did you? You finish it? I did. You did finish it? Yeah. I mean, I kind of got to talk about this a little bit. Spoilers if you haven't. Uh, just, we won't spoil. We'll just talk about, like, how do you feel overall about the season? Uh, way better than the third season. Okay, I really even third was the mall. Yes. Okay. Very forgettable season. Okay, dude, do you remember that episode where she was like in Chicago and meeting the other siblings? Uh, that was in season two, and that was Garbo. What was that? It made no sense. That was like probably the worst two episodes of the entire series. And it has nothing. Nobody. It's like nobody brings it up. Nobody talks about it. And none of those kids that were supposed. It, yeah. It's like they completely forgot about it and wrote it out of the show because all of the other kids at the hospital supposedly all died. Yeah. Except for those ones. But those ones escaped? Yeah. And they're only going after 11? I yeah. Mean, it, she, it, she is powerful, right? But it's still, it's weird. Yeah. That, so, those, still, so those kids don't exist anymore? I can't forgive it. That's the one. The, so like Hawkins and like all of these things which they could help 
They're just in the wind now. Yeah, they're living on yeah, the streets in Chicago, that's dude. It's, yeah, that's really so. Really no matter bad. what, every episode we get to, every time the show gets a little better, I always think back to that those two episodes, mm-hmm. and I'm like, but why? Like yeah, that was just nothing. Bad that was just bad writing. Um, I, I I didn't like, and I I can talk vaguely about this. Um, I didn't like. I I was like, oh my god, are they really gonna go with like a a religious like this is evil devil shit? Mm. That, Cause that's how they set it up, and I thought they were going that. And then at the end of the the, the half of the season, mm-hmm. you see it turn and kind of explained, um, which made it a million times better for me. Because if they were going to go with like this is the devil and these are demons, I was going to be just over it and so annoyed, mm. so annoyed. But I also don't really like how everybody's so separated. I, I guess they kind of have always done that, but. There was a huge movement early on in the season of the parents like we're going to figure this out and we're going to get our kids and we're going to we're going to take care of things and then that just disappeared as well. Yeah, they stopped trying to find their kids. They yeah. were just running amok yeah. in the middle of a... Once the town was like, we're going to find these kids and we're going to kill them. The parents were like, "All right, I guess we're done looking for them because they're on it." That's essentially what yeah. happened. There is a lot of they left out the... They left I'm a lot out. They left the, they left a lot out in the wind. Yeah, for sure. Maybe they'll close it up in the next season. I think next season. But at least it, at last. least it was sensical. Unlike a, a secret Russian base in the bottom of a mall. Mm, that's true. Like, how did the Soviets even get that? I mean, I know they kind of somewhat explained it, yeah. but that the whole thing was so nonsensical. Yeah, at least in this one, the Russians were in Russia. Yeah, and the Americans mm-hmm. were in America. Yeah, did you enjoy it? I did. Okay. I thought too. I thought the I thought it was a overall, I mean we have our quibs, but it was yeah. a good it was a good season. I thought it was a really good season. I really didn't like the humanoid villain until it was explained. Yeah. I was like, really? Like, why do we have to give it a face? The the fear of it being a monster is much better. Mm-hmm. And then now we have this humanoid villain and he speaks and none of the villains at this point prior to this had. Mm-hmm. They were controlling minds and stuff. But now they explained it, and I'm like, okay. I mean, it makes sense, but they good. still, I, f- I still feel all that they they're lacking in explaining Vec- like Vecna's ideology. Like, I get that he is like all about. I agree. Like, oh, I'm like, humans are weak, and I'm trying to. I don't like. Gov- I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm a predator. I'm, a I'm predator, trying. Yeah. I'm trying to like weed out the the weak human race. Like. Okay, but why are you like that? Yeah. Like, how did you become that at like a f- nine-year-old kid? Yeah. And then h- how did you end up with the doctor? There's still a lot. Maybe they'll mm. explain it in the last season. Yeah. Because Vecna's still alive. Yeah. But I don't know. And like, in, so he was the mind. So he he has been the mind flayer the whole time. Yeah. He's the he controls them. I think he even created them from what we saw. But he found that cloud. Yes creature thing yeah and that was in the case in the russian base as well was that what it was it looked just like that yeah. i don't know i don't know what's going on yeah but the demogorgons were already in that parallel universe he didn't create those mm-hmm. they were already there yeah so he's controlling them now i don't know there's a mind it's a hive mind so maybe just by controlling that he's tapped into the hive mind yeah, yeah they still have a lot to explain you i'm sure they explain it. i'm sure they will but either way the 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 character they can get away with this is when your character development and your acting mm-hmm. can carry and make up for a lot of 
can allow your audience to forgive a lot of sins in your writing. Did you enjoy the acting? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was, I th- I think the characters are so likable yeah. that it, it makes you forget and forgive yeah. a lot of the bad writing okay. that's been, like, because there has been a lot of missteps and just plain bad writing mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. this show, but it's it's carried by the weight of their it's carried by the strength of their characters right. i think i mean it's four seasons and when it's kids you always just are i don't know why people get so interested and invested in kids like with it or goonies i just watched goonies mm-hmm. the other day um uh, stand by me like all these stories of like kids adventuring mm-hmm. you get invested in the characters yeah, harry Be- potter harry potter perfect yeah. perfect example and watching them grow through the story you're invested you can forgive some of the plot holes or mm-hmm. things because you're just like i just want to i care about the story and mm-hmm. the arc yeah interesting interesting point okay anyways uh moving on i have uh, there's a lot uh i just wanted to say real quick did you see the shootings from yesterday plural i saw the one in chicago so i heard that there was possibly another one and then there i did see that there was an event where um uh they were there was a crowd who couldn't tell if it was shots fired so they panicked and and dispersed and ran but it was fireworks cool Dude, it's just like, I mean, I know I'm only reinforcing your feelings about uh, fucking fireworks, but uh, the one um, in Highland Park, Mm -hmm. uh, six dead, 38 injured at a fucking Fourth of July parade. Um, The gunman had a, a, so this is just, you know, allegedly at this point early investigation, but he had planned the attack for weeks and fired off more than 70 rounds from a rooftop. That he accessed from a, a fire escape. Is Highland in Chicago? I think it's like a suburb, suburb or just on the outside Chicago. of Chicago. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see where that goes. But I mean, it's just the same shit again. Like now, like again, and I just want to say this really quick. I don't want to spend too much time on it because there's a lot to talk about um, uh, regarding other things. But this go- this touches on and this goes to our conversation a little bit about like if it's not schools it's something else mm-hmm. so protecting schools by putting armed officers there or whatever your solution is what do you do at 4th of July events city mm-hmm. events yeah. county events uh open gyms whatever the fuck it might be mm-hmm. you're just going to elevate all arms around every event always that's it's impossible Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's and, just it's frustrating. I mean, in <sighs> the the counter argument, I knew it was going to come out right away, yeah. which was Illinois has some of the stri- has some of the strictest gun laws gun laws yeah. in the nation. Yet it still happened there. But I mean, he's not shooting. I don't know what kind of. I mean, I know he was using the 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 release in the press was that he was using a high powered rifle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't. That. So I don't know what, um, like where he purchased it, but. I do find it odd because he more than likely this is a, I mean, I'm guessing here yeah. he bought the firearm outside of his home state. It said legally, but I don't know if it was purchased in Illinois. Mm-hmm. So he did buy it legally. I just, again, don't yeah. know if it was, See, in but Illinois. he didn't buy if, if it was a gun that had ca- high capacity capability, mm-hmm. I don't believe he bought it in Illinois because mm. that is illegal. Right. So 
he went outside of his home state to purchase a firearm that is illegal in his home state. Right. And then I started thinking of the hypocrisy of it all because other states are starting to, um, well, one, there's a conservative action um, group who is constructing mock legislation that, uh, or mock, mock legislation and then mock legal arguments around states being able to, states or individuals being able to sue individuals in other states for Selling? aiding and abetting abortions okay. okay, that occur outside of their home state. Okay, interesting. Because it's and their argument is is that the that oh, a, a state like is illegal, going. made it illegal. Someone in another state can't, can't travel across can't state travel lines. straight lines, and that like basically taking the arguments around the Texas law. This like the this vid, like kind of like a deputizing citizens to sue civilly or and then maybe even criminally mm-hmm. um for aiding and abetting the resident of a state for seeking an abortion in another in another state, state because it's violating that state's laws oh but shit people are allowed to go and buy yeah and we're not questioning someone's ability to go across state lines to buy guns that are illegal yeah I mean, I know the the Firearms Act of nineteen um, of nineteen sixty eight. You can't purchase handguns across state lines, right? But that doesn't pertain to to some automatic rifles, right? So, hmm, that's an interesting argument. I just find that to be kind yeah, of hypocritical, for sure. And it's becoming less and less hyperbolic to say that AR fifteens have more <laughs> rights than women, yeah, <laughs> or better protected than yes, women. yes, absolutely. That's depressing. Mm-hmm. What else you got? <laughs> well, I mean, I texted you about something that I think. Did should, you look into that? Should con- yeah, should concern. Okay, because every- I wasn't finding anything, but I just, I, I kind of just quickly searching. Right, mm-hmm. tell me what you got because I think this is terrifying. So Florida, because why not? Yeah, it's of course, always, it's Florida. It's dude. always Florida, uh, and presidential hopeful, and more than likely twenty twenty four Republican candidate. Ron DeSantis um, for president. Ron DeSantis. Is his name Ronald? I'm sure. Okay. I'm sure it's He Ronald. should go Ronald if he's going presidential. Mm-hmm. He should also grow a beard. Why? All Republican presidents are better with beards. Oh. That's what they told Abraham Lincoln. Mm, Trump should have done it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Trump would probably look better with a beard. I don't think he can grow one. I'm going to Photoshop and see how it looks. I guarantee you it's <laughs> pat. I guarantee you it's super patchy. That guy can't grow a beard. Really? He needs your oils, dude. Yeah, he needs beard butter. <laughs> beard butter. <laughs> anyway, so tell me about That's Ronald. A super long power red tie. Um, so Ronald um, signed a bill into law. He did sign this into law. He signed it into Holy law. Holy shit, dude. Um, which, so when you read, when I read the title yeah. from Slate, which is the source that initially broke it. Yeah. Um, it said, Ron, uh, Ron, Ronald DeSantis signs bill requiring students and faculty at universities to register their political beliefs with the state. And I was like, there's no way. It can't be that bad. Those headlines, you always read them and there's like some big caveat. That's initially my There's gut. always some yes. big caveat that's like, okay, that was a misleading at best headline. Mm-hmm. You got your click for me, mm-hmm. suckers. In this case, unfortunately, no. It, it it is as bad 
as you think it is because so what it does like basically is that um it got snuck into another bill Mm -hmm. it got piggybacked like earmarked into this other bill that was passed Mm -hmm. and the the sponsor of this particular part of the bill and people start immediately picked up on it once it got passed because it wasn't initially it was just like a completely unrelated bill and this just got like attached oh, to it god yes and nobody caught it initially and then once like the press started digging through the bill and they're like what the fuck is this yeah and um and they knew about it all along they snuck it in on purpose desantis oh, yeah. knew like desantis already had his arguments ready ready yes because he knew he was going to get challenged on it they just purposely snuck it in which that doesn't look sketchy or anything you're talking about the expanse of power that this this particular bill has yeah um and so when pressed on it the congressman in the house of the florida house of representatives who sponsored this portion of it they asked him well is it going to be anonymous and he said well because it doesn't say anything about anonymity in your bill and he says well well no there's there's nothing about anonymity but we we're not going to punish or promote anybody based on our findings based on the sur- by based on the survey's results then why is it necessary then why are you collecting it yeah so then DeSantis when pressed on it yeah like hey like why did like why this and what are you using it for and what's the purpose and he said well um, there's a lot of, uh, you know, liberal universities that we don't want public money, taxpayer dollars going to, um, schools that are not allowing for the diversification of thought and ideas and are just basically clamp only allowing for one idea and one, th- like one thought about any particular topic to be taught. And we want to ensure that public money is going to schools that are allowing for the, di- like, the marketplace of ideas, right? That's a, I mean, that's a great novel concept, right? Mm. And then when pressed on it by the, by the, by the press corps, um, said, well, can you provide any examples where someone has complained to your office, um, that they were, they felt discriminated against, that they felt that their beliefs were being like their own beliefs were being silenced, anything like that. Did they feel uns- like where they felt unsafe on Florida universe, public universities? And he didn't have anything. He just said, well, parents are, um, parents are concerned that there's indoctrination happening at our public institutions, um, our public education institutions. So we need to make sure that their concerns are being addressed. Isn't this the same side of people who cry, piss, and moan and shit themselves about affirmative action? Yes. And now you're asking us to have affirmative action for political ideology is what it sounds like. So, right, affirmative action is, you know, it is what it is, and people mm-hmm. want to bitch about it and misinterpret it the way they want. But to me, it sounds like what they're saying is we need to make sure that there's equal representation of political ideology in these institutions. Mm-hmm. So if no matter how qualified you might be to teach history mm-hmm. at a university, if you I, if you follow a Democrat ide, 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 ideology, mm-hmm. but they need a Republican... You don't get the job 
or you're an independent, how does that favor? I didn't even think about that level, that way of thinking. Do you get what I'm saying, though? I 100% get what you're saying, and that's a whole other layer of complexity to this I hadn't thought of, and that's that's another, that's just another awful reason why this bill should have never even been passed. Like, how does that look? Yeah. Well, we have three uh, Democrat ideologues who are teaching history. One has to go, and we have to hire someone who is Republican or independent or... What? Mm-hmm. Hey, no, but the Speaker of the House of Representatives, the, the Speaker of the House of Representatives in Florida, Jeff, yeah. is ensuring us that they are not going to use that data. No. Bullshit. For, to promote or punish any individual. The fact it's that they even fact, said that. It's just fact finding, Jeff. For data? They just want to just, 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 just want to see. Get out of here. There's no, no way. There's no way they're not using it for something. And isn't, wasn't it Florida? There was someone recently, I saw a headline, and I didn't look into it enough. So if this is wrong and not true, then somebody write me and let me know. Mm-hmm. But something about like um, uh, teachers in same-sex marriages or not heterosexual relationships mm-hmm. are like banned from sharing their relationship status or talking about yeah, it. Yeah, it's the don't say gay bill. And, and that's part of it? And you can't even have pictures of your spouse like no. at your desk? Well, is it just... Uh... Just non-heterosexual yes. couples? Yeah, of course it is. That is insane to me. Yeah. Nobody should then. Nobody gets to. No. Nobody. No, I mean... And if you're in a yeah. heterosexual relationship and you, I hear you mm-hmm. talk about it, I'm fucking snitching. Yeah. Well, and in <laughs> in freedom of religion, right? Like, for some... Now Christians seem to believe that freedom of religion means that Christian... It means Christian dominant. Mm-hmm. If you truly want freedom of religion, religion to be practiced fully in schools yeah. to be shown in schools. Well, what if a teacher had like, but I guarantee you the first teacher to try to bring a Quran into a, into a school. Yeah. Wasn't there a is, new, is going to be completely shunned. A new ruling about praying in school. Like yeah, a, a coach did or something. In new, well, that was what, that wasn't, um, that wasn't what, uh, that was a, that was one Supreme court case. Okay. They ruled in favor of the, of the teacher of the football coach who was praying. Okay. Um, before who was who was terminated because he was praying, that's how it was described. Okay, but in actuality, he was leading prayer group, um, when? enforcing his students Ooh. to participate in, and they ruled in, in the favor pra- of him? and they ruled in favor of him. Oh boy! And then New Hampshire has had a long um, battle, or no Maine. Mm-hmm. Maine has had a long. I has had a long standing and it's been upheld by the Supreme Court in the past that the the that Maine can oh Maine does not have to fund private religious institutions with public funds. Okay. The Supreme Court ruled that Maine can't discriminate between private Christian schools and public schools in terms of state funding. So they're f- now forcing Maine to have to um, fund fund private, private religious institutions religious institutions to the same extent that they would give to public institutions. So when so with what in this oh my so with God. this court when what, what's the line like we're we're told with Roe v Wade that it, it's up to the states, but then education isn't up to the states. No. But I want to see this Florida bill challenged. And then them uphold this Florida bill because of states' rights with education. Yeah. 
and ignoring their ruling on New Hampshire because you know that's coming. Yeah, it has to. There's no way this law doesn't get challenged in the courts. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially when you leave out the anonymity part of it. Oh, God. Where the fuck are we going, dude? Dude, this court's a fucking clown show. I don't understand how they can be so hypocritical and just constantly contradict itself. On 5-4 decisions? On 5-4 decisions? Yeah. It's not like you're That's talking... Intentional. It's not like you're even talking about 6-3 or 7-2 majorities. Like we were talking about last week. All these all these cases that we brought up were 7-2, 6-3, like big margins. Mm-hmm. And it's, anno- it's annoying the shit. I mean, this is just a little squabble, but yeah. it annoys me that they're shitting on the conservative majority mm-hmm. like the six conservative justices whoa 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 whoa, whoa. it's like whoa hey stop oh dude. here we go roberts <laughs> roberts <laughs> yes roberts is a conservative but yes. where is he siding on most of these yes on most of these I, cases I'm, I'm i'm i am not i don't typically identify as a conservative jake and i notice the same thing and i also have a squabble with it as well i'm like you guys are grouping them all together without looking at their voting history or their any anything about them yeah. you're just saying oh they're labeled as a conservative fuck them mm-hmm. and it's like that's where we are that's that tribalism mm-hmm. and and it's it's annoying just as it's just as annoying to me to see it happen because i know that's not the case yeah I just had to give you shit because your face was so good. <laughs> it pisses me off. It pisses me off it's to read. It pisses me off to read that, and yeah. it's just like, and it's coming from, and it's coming from um, writers and and and, um, and entities who, mm-hmm. and, and like journalist and journalistic companies yeah. that know that should know better, right? Than than to be writing with that kind of language. Fan, um, but if you fan the flame, fan the flame, you get the clicks, you get the reads, you get the likes, you get the follows. That's what fucking matters. I know. I and mean, that's the death of, I mean, that's the death of journalism. Dude, it's the internet. The worst fucking thing that's ever happened. We were, the internet. so a couple things. When I, um, to finish up with the, yeah, uh, with the Florida thing, um, no, get, I want to get to your internet okay. point. I'm not trying to get, I don't want to, I want to follow on that, but, um, it's just scary as shit. Like I couldn't imagine, like. I brought when I was talking to Kylie about this at, on lunch today because I, I she's like what are you going what are you going to talk about recording um, yeah. and I was like well I want to talk I'm going to talk about this and I yeah. explained it to her and she's like well that's so stupid because who doesn't who goes to school and doesn't change their mind oh that's a good point so how are you going to even quantify are you going to try to are you going to quantify change and is that that's in, a great in, point and is that then indoctrination or, or is Florida that's a, an any, excellent point. Any mind change that happens yeah. once you get into school, that's indoctrination. Yeah. I mean, that's the same shit we heard from Joey Gibson and just a small I little anecdotal 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 evidence. Joey Gibson went to our old alma mater talking about indoctrination and all the students were like, no, like you've never taken a class here. You don't know any of our faculty. Yeah. Everything it, that you're claiming that your the faculty has done is not true. In fact, they've done the exact opposite of what it is you're claiming. Mm-hmm. I our, love that story. Our most are the majority of professors on college campuses in the United States would do they fall on a spectrum? Do they fall within the like the lib, what we would define as a liberal ideology? Yeah. Sure, but does that mean does does that then does that then correlate to silencing of opinions mm-hmm. in 
quote indoctrination. But it also, and I always think about this, it doesn't mean that there's not any ounce or hints of conservative dispositions yeah, I, in those no, individuals. For sure. Right? Yeah. Be, having these conversations with you, I constantly find myself leaning a little more conservative on things that I never would have. Well, conservatism is just a disposition. And that's man. what I mean. It's not that's an what I mean. But the uh, the that was a great point though by Kylie. By the way, yeah, I just no, am she, like that was genius mm-hmm. because I was like anti-government. Screw it, everybody. You know, it's all evil and it's corrupt and it's all terrible always. Mm-hmm. And then I got to college and they're like, "No, it isn't." I'm like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of well, examples sorry, of how I, it's horrible. Well, I mean, I, that was terrible. me indoctrinating you exactly. Mm-hmm. And in the college, so maybe they are they so, taking it on the students. So Ronald needs to come at me. Yes, he needs to get the students mm-hmm. as well. Well, I mean, all students and all faculty have all to do students. This. All students. That's disgusting, dude. Fuck you. I ain't going to your college. Never. Not that I ever. Would, and they're but. they're holding up public funds. How do you quantify? Cons- like in uh, any like how many fucking different disciplines are there with just within yes. social sciences? Yes. How are you going to quantify what is conservative or what is liberal? Yeah. When you're talking about psychology, sociology, anthropology, history, yeah. economics, political science, and then Florida State and University of Miami, University of Florida, these massive schools, how many different fucking majors within the majors do yeah. they have? And at what level? Like you're talking grad school, undergrad, postgrad. Like what are oh my like God. what are you I just, this is just ripe for absolute exploitation. But all it is is a power grab. Mm -hmm. And for all of the people screaming authoritarianism and the socialists are trying to come after, they're totalitarians. They care about what's in your mind. They want to to indoctrinate you with socialism. They they always use Mao Zedong as a, uh, as like the poster child, the, yeah. the fear mongering. This is what's coming to America if mm-hmm. we don't stop with indoctrination. Do you know what actually Mao Zedong? Who they went after? The students, faculty. Yeah, or the educated, if you will. They went after the intelligentsia, yeah. and if you didn't have the little red book, mm-hmm. you were taken to you were taken to an extermination camp. Yeah. So. If you want to go slippery slope and talk about what is what, where does the, where could this lead? Yeah, which conservatives love to do. The slippery slope argument yeah, is but constantly this could is constantly always used to never do anything. <laughs> is look at history. I mean, so what's closer to the little red book? Yeah, of anything that the anything that has been passed by the liberals or what Ron DeSantis just passed in Florida, right? What resembles that m- more? Yeah. Because I can tell you having to register your beliefs with the state. Oh, God. In order in order to, like, yeah. in order to receive. Funds. For what? Grants. Grants. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Does, and, does and they're not. And they're, student loans? Well, that would I mean not probably not FAFSA because FAFSA is federal. Okay. But any sort of state grant money. Okay. Yeah. But also Fuck. funding to funding to schools yeah so when you limit funding to schools you're cutting you're going to be cutting back scholastic funding but you know you know what's probably not going to be affected gator gator football yeah hell yeah you don't touch the sports dude mama said mama mama said (laughs) 
<laughs> That's Alabama, wasn't it? Anyways, tell me about the internet. What were you going to say about the internet? Oh, we, when Kylie and I were having this conversation last night, yeah, we as a human race were are we're not ready for the internet. Mm. I I think it's I think it's the one thing that just is expedited, just and amplified so much negativity and toxicity in all facets, mm-hmm. and you, you and it's just like uh, you know. Uh, Dimitri's friend was telling me about uh, a road rage incident he watched in front of him where an engine was thrown from a car and it it severed a, a another driver's leg off. He watched the whole thing. It went through his car, pinched his car or leg in the car and had to get his leg cut off and shit. The 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 and this is like he rammed the car. Another two cars were going at mm-hmm. it, and then boom, uh, the engine like flew out or something flew out, something massive. He said it was engine block. Who knows, right? But it something crushed the another driver's leg up against like from the mm-hmm. from his door up against like the panel, and he had to have his leg cut off. Oh my god! And he was like there, like trying to help the guy. So I, this is a just me connecting dots, but I'm I'm thinking like. How the fuck do we get there where you just think you can drive like that and you can just like, oh, he cut me off. I'm going to get real pissed and I'm going to do this. And all of that toxicity of me like kind of going through that exercise mirrors like comment sections on the Internet, like getting in these fucking battles on the Internet and comment sections like you've done it. I've done it. All of, yeah. We've I, all done it. I used to do it all the time and I would get so yes. worked up. Yes. Yes, I would too. I, I can't tell you the last time I did it. It's been a long time. And it would spiral my anxiety. Me too. And I, it would ruin my night. And I would sit there and check my phone and wait for a response. Mm-hmm. And Jen's like, what are you doing? But I've done it. Mm-hmm. But I don't now. That's which is good. weird. Yeah, it's good. That's weird. That yeah. There's just a point where you're just like, I don't think I'm doing this anymore. Like, I don't think I'm doing hamster style anymore. That's a reference to a movie you'll never understand. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but... That that linear thinking of like, how the fuck do you get into this? And I've talked about this a little bit, applying the behaviors and the actions on the internet. And I think that people are, you're seeing that transcend into real life. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say that there's a connection between violence and video games, but I think that the the margins are getting smaller. In as far as like internet toxicity, like you hear about people getting swatted. Mm-hmm. You know what that is? Yeah, uh, where people call the police on your house. Yes. Yeah. So you're playing somebody on the internet who's pissing you off, and you get their information. You call 911 and essentially give them enough mm-hmm. information to have them show up at your nemesis' house with a SWAT team. It's resulted in people dying. That's so crazy. So that is something that has happened from video games. Yeah, I, I don't think it's the medium. It's the social aspect of the video game. Okay. So, but also, Jake, I, I, and this is, I, it's, I don't like saying this, but there has to be something considered. I think there has to be something. I could be wrong. Considered about the nature of killing someone in a video game and the paired with the social aspect of, fuck you, I'm going to kill you. In conjunction? Yeah, like we're talking about the social. I think it's just the competitive nature. Okay. I don't know if it's necessarily killing. Okay. I don't know if I maybe really fucked up people will take that to the next level. I would imagine. 
but like for me and like for me and you, yeah. I guess we're not talking about rational people. But yeah, there's not a lot of rational people left. <laughs> or people. I think the point you're trying to make is that seemingly rational people are being driven to do crazy ass things because of the heightened toxicity and anger from the that, internet, from the internet, you know, you can express yourself and you can engage, but then when you get out into the real world, there's a, not a cutoff from like, yeah. this behavior is not acceptable outside of the internet in the internet. It's a fucking wild west. That's what you've said before, right? Mm-hmm. There's no regulation. You could do and say whatever you want. And then being raised in that environment where you can do that to then walk outside and say, Hey man, fuck you. Leash your dogs. You piece of shit. What you think you just talk to people like that? That's insane to me. Mm-hmm. Where rational people's like, dude, once I have my dog, you should chill the fuck out. But I think that that is a reflection of just like how we engage socially. Mm-hmm. We've been groomed to accept this banter in a way that we normally wouldn't do. I'm not saying we do that, right? I'm mean, talking about other we's. Because even in these comment sections, we would try to come at people logically. And they were just fucking what if, what aboutism and what ifs and slippery slopes and they're mm-hmm. not listening to you, right? That's a different interaction than uh, swatting someone or whatever that looks yeah. like. But I'm just saying that there's a there's a a line that I think is getting thinner and thinner from how we behave socially on the internet and mediums that result in from the internet mm-hmm. to how we how we interact in person. Okay, but I could be wrong. I mean, I. What well, what was your thought? Well, on, like, I mean, anecdot. I mean, anecdotally, it seems right. Well, I mean, but how do we quantify that? A lot more work than yeah. we're able to Fuck, do. Yeah. Uh, so what what was your like idea here? Like, uh, do you have like a pin on like here's what we kind of came to with the internet and? I just don't think we it's... were. I just don't think we were ready. I just don't think we were ready for it. Mm. Like as a as a species, I don't think we'd evolved enough. Yeah, to, why to be have this level of a because we're still so and maybe just maybe I don't know if we would ever get to the point. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's so. I gotta get really deep here. Do it. <laughs> Clip that. Evolution has ever evolution can either be used as when you're talking about evolution of 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 the human of the human species yeah you can either use evolution and talk about it as actual biological evolution okay right where our brains change our physical nature like our genome changes and we adapt to our environment right and our brains have have adapted over time and that's how we have got to where we are now we have there are evolutionary adaptations in our brain that cause it we've a lot of our early episodes were me hashing all of this out but or one, one thought I also think that I sorry no, no, I don't mean to interrupt, no, 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 but no, I'm thinking fine. about environment as well. Mm-hmm. If there's an unchanging environment, environment, those conditions over time mm-hmm. barely change. Yeah, or change in a certain way because of the conditions in which we live, and I think that's important to consider when talking about the internet, the conditions in which we're interacting, the conditions in which we're living. Okay, well, expand on that. Really so, I think it's interesting. So you're talking about evolution in in a space, or over. You're talking about evolution over time. Mm-hmm. So we look at Galapagos Islands, birds, finches, hardenings of beaks. Right? We, yeah. Some of those. Yeah. Some of some of you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, YouTube it. I'm sure it's on there. <laughs> Anthropo- anthropology 101. Right. So, um, 
but that is the change that evolutionary change is a is a result is, is a product of the environment correct yes so humans mm-hmm. growing and adapting and changing are products of their environment yes i'm considering just once you get there what how that environment changes when the environment is the internet or the environment is our everyday environment with the inclusion of the internet do you get what i'm saying Yes. So are you saying that internet has created an environmental change in our evolution, like our biology, like our biology hasn't caught up to it yet? That's where I think you're going, but mm-hmm. continue with what you're saying. Okay. Well, no, finish what you were, yeah, so what you what were saying. Yeah. So that's what you're saying. So like, so say if we are, you know, if, if we biologically grew up here in, un, un, I just think about un, undisturbed environment, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Native cultures, native people, undisturbed, growing in the Pacific Northwest, right? Mm-hmm. There's a way of living, way not not biological mm-hmm. evolution even, just cultural evolution. Sure. Um, tools, the way that we fish, the way that we eat, the way that we – agriculture, all of those things mm-hmm. are all products of the environment. Yep. So through time and space, we have the introduction of uh, all of these elements over sp- space and time and mm-hmm. history. Yep. Now – we are i just i just think of this linear evolution of like here's technology here's cars here's fat lazy people living in space here's wally and eve um <laughs> and then on this evolutionary path mm-hmm. you throw in the internet yep. which is a dynamic that changes and alters that path because it's a different space mm-hmm yeah. No. I. Okay. Yeah. Do you get what I'm we're, saying? we're saying that we're. It's, we're it's saying, a little bizarre. Yeah. So. Um, it's deep. <laughs> I think what you're talking. So that gets me kind of to this. The second way that evolution can be conceptualized okay. when you're talking about humans, and that's evolution as a metaphor. Okay. And evolution as a metaphor is essentially talking about the stuff that you're talking about, which is, and they can go hand in hand. They don't necessarily have to be mutually exclusive. But evolution as a metaphor is talking about societal evolution. Okay. Um. Evol- like humans out of humans adaptability to to their environment in terms of material changes not necessarily our biology mm-hmm. our brains yes. or our bodies that's what i'm talking about it's talking about actual changes in terms of pat like uh humans use of you you laid it all out like humans yeah. use of tools people in the pacific northwest the way we fish is 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 environmentally yes is developed is there's a lot of environmental determinism based on like where we where we live so right um yeah i would say that what I what I meant by we weren't ready for the internet is that we one our our lizard brains, mm-hmm. which is that kind of evolution takes a long time. Right. And the only way to really overcome a lot of our the only way to overcome a lot of our predispositions to being triggered when certain environmental um, when certain because what I mean like by evolution as in a biological sense is that we have things in our brains based on our early ancestors yes. when certain things are triggered we have our fighter we have fight or flight right? right we have an entire part of our brain called the amygdala amygdala that uh triggers our kind of involuntary responses to environmental real realities and i think when you have the internet which brings out a lot of i think of our tribalistic nature mm-hmm. or our our humans are very predisposed to mysticism yeah and this belief and in, in higher powers and i think it, it it's culturally i think both humans as an as a species are constantly looking for 
answers that are believing that things that are happening around them are happening because of something they can't see, some sort of right. like religion or some sort of if witchcraft. If they can't explain it, they need to find a way to have it be explained. Yes, and that can really that can re- that can result in all sorts of yeah. bo- all sorts of ingrained beliefs. Mm-hmm. Seemingly ingrained beliefs were towards it's like it, it that is something that that's like a hard and fast fact to them, but in reality, it's just a constructed. It's just a constructed belief. But right. Our brains tend to mm, do that. Yeah. Um. But then also evolution. Like, I, I think the metaphor of our evolution has gone past our abil- our brain's ability to have adapted. And, but, because the only way to overcome a lot of those, those biological triggers is through education and travel Mm -hmm. and i think with the majority of the world's population still being very isolated Mm -hmm. even though we have the internet which connects us technically Mm -hmm. to people all around the world access to information that we've never had before the touch of our fingertips with the internet we still are highly on it we're still a very highly uneducated on average Mm -hmm. um population Mm -hmm. and we are still very very untraveled xenophobia is still very prevalent amongst most populations so it's not over i guess it's not overly i guess it's twenty thousand foot view we're looking at the internet now that we're like 20 something years removed from Mm -hmm. it it's onset i guess it's not really shocking to think that we ended up here because of the internet um because the writing has been on the wall ever like yeah. if writing was on the wall for that we just didn't really know exactly how it was going i mean it was so good and so and so many good things have come from the internet for sure but yeah i just don't think i don't think we were one metaphorically ready and i don't think we were evolutionarily ready for the internet right. that accessibility i think is also a huge factor um when we when we feel overstimulated or overdrained you know people always say it's work right but you're constantly going on your phone, on your devices, on the internet, mm-hmm. right? And that's just not web surfing. That's social media. That's all of these things. Shopping. It's all of that is the internet. Um, and then you find yourself in a place out in the woods where there is no service. And you grab your phone and you open up an app that you use regularly on the internet. And it doesn't work. And you're like, oh, yeah, I don't have service. And you close it. Put your phone away. Two minutes later, you're doing the same motion again. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck are you doing that? <laughs> I do it. I mean, I do it all the time. I know. I did it camping. I open it up. I hit Instagram. It's all the same shit I saw three days ago. It's not updated. I'm like, oh, duh. Close it. Put my phone away. Then open it. Did it again. And I'm like, what am I doing? And then from once I noticed that I was doing it, mm-hmm. I didn't do it again. Yeah. But it took that conscious effort, right? So it's it, it's that's, an, uh, that's a behavior, right? That mm-hmm. is introduced by the internet. Yeah. That's not there without the internet. Those are the kind of behaviors that I'm thinking about, right? It's 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 whatever it is on the internet that I'm going to look for. Probably trade deadline shit. <laughs> but it's 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 a behavior. It's behavior. Mm-hmm. And then you're talking about engaging with a person socially and then having that fight or flight kick in and you're getting anxious and you're waiting for a response and you're having a a physical reaction to a behavior Mm -hmm. in a created space yeah that's insane yeah and i don't think uh to build off of that yeah something that triggered my thought was that what i don't think the part of the internet that i don't think we were ready that we've never experienced as a species is this idea of second self 
because so much of like what what exists of you on the internet mm-hmm. your persona on the internet because of the medium itself it, putting physical distance and and a lot like for trolls anonymity right allows you to do things that you would never be able to do in the pre-internet stage yeah, absolutely i mean you had to like write you had to like pen out your your diss tracks yeah to somebody and then mail it via courier pigeon a strongly worded letter <laughs> right written by quill over candlelight not just going on yelp <laughs> for sure that's what i'm talking about that's what we're talking about is mm-hmm. that that i think that that transcendence of like the behavior that you used to do that would take a long time to write out a fucking strongly worded letter now you're doing it online now you have the encouragement to just say it to their fucking face in the in the restaurant Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that line is getting thinner, but who knows? I mean, I I agree. How could I mean? It definitely is. There's yeah. so much anger. Yeah, there's so much anger. Take out there. a walk, bro. Get outside. See the stars. Go boating in the rain. <laughs> I don't get. It. I mean, I just don't understand where this this anger has come from. There's so many angry people out there. Yeah, it's button pushing. It's. It's the created space encouraging that. It's the algorithms. It's the um, echo chambers, right? It's um, it's a it's a you know, and I think I think we have as humans have a desire to have our ideas reinforced, our beliefs reinforced. We want to be with like-minded people, and it's uncomfortable. Um, cognitive dissonance is not fun. It's hard. Nobody wants to do any of that. Mm-hmm. It's easier to just hear those people say, "Hey, fuck these people." Yeah, you know what? I agree with you. Yeah. Wait, why? I don't know. Well, I also think that what's scary is I think that when I think that most people who are not of like don't have severe mental health problems, Mm -hmm. once they've crossed that line in the real world, like the guy that rammed a dude and caused that guy to lose his leg. Yeah. Once he, when that snaps and you're like, oh my God, look what I just caused. Yeah there's going to be actual consequences yes. for that action. I mean, I bet that guy thought he was absolutely ridiculously stupid. Yeah. Afterwards. Mm-hmm. Right. You've crossed the line. There's a threshold that you've crossed and now there's real world consequences. And I think that you see that a lot in January 6th mm-hmm. on the internet. You can all rile each other up say, you know, let's go Brandon. Mm-hmm. Then when you go and, and you you know put boots on the ground to go and commit the action that you've been talking about on the internet. Now there's fucking consequences. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the same thing with like the wet dream about a civil war. You you hear oh, you yeah. hear those same people oh, talk yeah. about. It's like, what do you think that a civil war is? What do you think that looks like? Because a civil war is not something that's fought on a distant battlefield. It's fought among. It's it's fought. In your homes. Yeah. It's fought son to father, brother to brother. Mm-hmm. You're fighting family. Yeah. If, if you don't think that it's it's going to be that, you don't know history. Right. The civil, like, our, the U.S. Civil War was so catastrophic. Yeah. And you're hoping for that? Yeah. You're sitting there, you're hoping for that. Go watch. They're certain they can win. What I mean at that cost? Yeah, I remember having a conversation um, with the, a person who has since left the Knuckle Draggers group. Oh yeah, yeah. And they were talking about what would need to happen to 
like the the election was stolen and all of this stuff yeah. that need like that needed to happen to overturn it and i and i said is and i asked them this is before they left yeah is it worth it would it be worth it to violently do it yeah to take back the power even if it was stolen and he said no Oh wow! Which was interesting. Yeah, that right? is interesting. Is that is it worth like is it wor- is all of this bluster? Yeah. The is it worth it to go to war with your brothers and sisters? Yeah. When it comes, you know, when it comes down to it, is it worth it? Fuck that. And I think that's something <laughs> that the internet has done is that it is cr- it's it's made every hill seemingly something that needs to be died yes, on. Yes, absolutely. That is a great point. Absolutely, because on, on the internet you can die on that hill. Mm-hmm. You can comment till the cows come home. It doesn't matter. But when that escalates to legislation, to storming the Capitol, to real world applications that to literally dying on a hill, is it worth the cost of you of what you're you know this this puffing mm-hmm. up and and grandstanding of like. Of nonsense. You're going to fucking die on the hill that the that the earth is flat? Even if it was, that's the hill you're going to die on? Mm-hmm. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I... And I think the one thing that... For me, that is, like... Worth fighting over yeah. is that our vote matters. Yeah. Right? And I yes. think Kinzinger... Adam Kinzinger, who's on the January 6th committee, he's one of the Republicans, mm-hmm. he said... Me perfectly, and I think I said this last week. It's like the only thing you have to agree on in democracy is that your vote matters. Yeah, and at everything else is debatable. Everything else can be compromised because mm-hmm. everything else is worth avoiding conflict over. Right, conflict. Yeah, you can bitch at each other and and work through that, or never never agree on it. Because if you vote that, if you agree that the vote matters, yeah. Everything else can be compromised on. Yep, you yep. can work everything else out. Yeah, that's a good point. Any last thoughts? Yeah, that was kind of it. All right. I'll All right. see you next week. <laughs> see you next week. Bye. Bye. I'm one of the greatest. Ain't no debating on it. I'm still levitated. I'm heavily medicated. Ironic. I gave him love and they end up hating on me. She told me she loved me and she been waiting. Been fighting hard for your love and I'm running thin on my patience. Needing someone to hug. Even took it back to the basics. You see what you got me out here doing? Might have threw me off but can't nobody stop the movement. Uh-uh. Let's go. Left foot. Right foot. Levitating. Pop stars. Do a leap with the baby. I had to lace my shoes for all the blessings I was chasing. If I ever slip, I fall into a better situation. So catch up. Go put some cheese on it. Get out and get your breath. Yeah. They always leave when you fall, but you run together Weight of the world on my shoulders, I kept my head up Now baby, stand up, cause girl, you, you want me.